You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Seaman, and in studio, the world's largest, or at least Jackson's largest Bengals fans, French Huguenot from Ohio, Adam Chenault. Hello. Thank you for having me. Was that a fat joke? <laughs> no, not, we're, we're, we won't go that low. Not yet. We just introduced you. And Thank as you. always, Graham Trainer down in Texas. He has nothing dumb to say this time. I, I, I shut him up with a dumb joke. It's okay, trainer. What would you like to lead with? <laughs> well, I was, you know, I was reprimanded for my stupid humor at the, at the top of the show. So I, I want people to turn off as soon as I'm introduced. Um, I didn't really have anything. I had, I had a uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo catch a bingle by its toe. It's pretty bad, but that's what I got. Okay. All right. So I was right. You did have something dumb to say. Um, sorry about last week. I got the cocoa. I'm doing better. It's not fun. I suggest everyone avoid getting the cocoa at all costs. Have you have you read all the DMs, all the and the, read the papers? Uh, what papers? It seemed seemed easy, or it seemed like a, a good cop out a week that Alabama loses the national championship and we don't do a show. I did get a lot of I did get a lot of pushback on that. I think yeah. we can. I'll, I'll leave it open to y'all, but we can talk about it. Alabama got beat by a very good Georgia team and their car salesman of a quarterback. <laughs> Did oh. you, I got sent a DM. Bitter? I was like, Are you bitter? Hey, looks. Hey, did you know that Stetson Bennett is coming back? And I was like, Where was he gonna go? Like, <laughs> why NFL. is that surprising? Why is that surprising? I know it's not Jake Fromm again. Yeah, it's like, Hey, yeah, we're, you know, you know, Stetson Bennett's coming back. It's like, you mean I'm more worried about Georgia's defensive line coming back than I am about Stetson Bennett coming back. Hey, it, it looked like the Arizona Cardinals could use a quarterback. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> zingers early. Yeah, well, do you want to talk about how emotionless Kyler Murray was on the sideline on Monday night? He just looked out of his element. He looked like he had never played football before. Yeah, shell shock. Yeah, Russell Russell Wilson was on the Manning cast being like, I would be going down there with my team. Of course, Russell Wilson is the cheesiest quarterback in the NFL. I'd be telling my team, like, it's possible. Anything's possible. Let's put our – Hands in one, two, three, team, and Kyler Murray is just staring into like the thousand yard stare, like into the back of all the uh, all of his teammates on the sideline as he just sulks on the bench. My wife asked me about that interception pick six that he threw, and she was like, "What? What just happened?" <laughs> and I was like, "You know what just happened is he was a, they're down fourteen zero, and he was about to get sacked, and he saw two points." And then a punt to the other team and just did something stupid. Did something really, really dumb. And it cost him another five. Yeah. That was really dumb. Trainer, any uh anything you want to wrap up about this weekend? No, no, totally agree. He cost uh he cost me in the show thousand dollars. I had a I had a big teaser going last game, Rams. I bet plus nine on the Cardinals. We're not a fantasy show, but we're we're a gambling show. Um yeah, I was pretty bummed out. That pick six pretty much sealed my faith, and he definitely saw number ninety nine coming his way. Didn't have DeAndre Hawkins to throw to. That was that was that was a rough interception. Oh uh, yeah, and um, I I don't I don't know how to phrase this. I wasn't thrilled with this weekend's 
weekend slate. It just seemed like blowout after blowout, like decisive victory after decisive. Besides the Bengals, who beat the Raiders. I would call that decisive. Well, they, I mean, they had a chance to tie. In the- Ooh, they did. They did. But it everything came out the way it was supposed to. Bengals controlled from the first kickoff until the end. There was never really a point until that last drive that I was super nervous. And I've been nervous most of my life. Yeah, just sitting. Why, why are you sweating so much? I don't know. The game just kicked off. I, I just started sweating. But I agree with you. Yes, everything was a blowout. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I mean, the Cowboys game was <clears> – <throat> I was on the other side of it from Adam's perspective as a fan. It was kind of like the Bengals started getting a little leaky in the fourth quarter, as did the Niners, because they had that game in hand as well. Cowboys shouldn't even have had a chance to blow it. They shouldn't um, But those are the only games that had close scores. The rest were just the, – the, the, the seven seeds – I know they got rid of the bye week for the second seed, but those seven seeds were just awful. I feel like the the bye for the second seed is fine. It's fine. Like I don't not because the games are bad and more football is always good, but it seems like you should be have an advantage as a number two seed going into the playoffs and not have to play back to back or playoff games in back to back weeks. Yeah, the Chargers missing was a bummer because that probably would have been at least a somewhat competitive game against the Chiefs. Would have been fun. Yeah. Would yeah. have been fun to see. It would have been, yeah. There, there Way better. More they talent. Should have just given Ben his walk-off win in Baltimore. Yeah. And, and just sailed away because that was, I mean, what, he had 24 yards passing in the first half or something? Or maybe that was Kyler. That was actually Kyler Murray also. <laughs> <laughs> Odell Beckham, I think, outpassed Kyler Murray in the first half of he that did, game. He did. But Ben was not far behind. Well, his stat line was something like 24 of 64 or something like that for like 150 yards or something. I mean, he just looks old. He does. He, he looks old. And his face is getting like it doesn't fit inside of a helmet anymore. And you know what? Being in being the AFC North, I've watched a lot of Ben Roethlisberger. And as much as I love to hate him, you know, he's still he's still Big Ben. He's still a he was still a stud back in his day. Oh yeah, he's he's a sh- he's he's not that. He's anymore. not that anymore. He no. thinks he has it, but he doesn't have it. So let's um let's huddle up. Let's let's do the huddle. Trainer, you ready for the huddle? I'm ready. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you were stuck on, and the quote slash question of the week. I'll start with you, Graham. What is your good news of the week? Um, I don't really have much. I mean, I guess I've tried to silver lining spin control this one but the uh yeah no more watching the cowboys no more disappointment can just wait wait a little while get a little break from it it was bad um i was able to hang my hat on romo being better at play-by-play than drew Brees. that's all i got i did not catch drew Brees in the play-by-play but i cannot stand tony romo on a play-by-play he will talk he will talk all the way up until the snap you know just just calm down quit having words come out of your mouth and he's just talking 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 and then the the play by play will get in the and takes the snap and that's that's all that the play by play announcers are able to do. I can't wait for the last dance when Jim Nance is just going after his jugular after their the relationship's over and he's like, yeah, I didn't like when he got the pay raise. I didn't like when he t- started talking more. I didn't like that he's a know it all. It's gonna be great. Did you ca- who who did Drew Brees announce? Bengals. Did he? Yeah. I missed that entire. I missed that. Why was he so bad? I guess he didn't really give a whole lot of in-depth analysis which i'm okay with as a traditionally soccer fan and listening to epl 
yeah. English Premier League announcers. They don't go too far. They're not Booger McFarlands. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fair, fair. Um, so I didn't, I didn't see too much wrong with it. Also, I had two kids that I was trying to wrangle. And also hopes and dreams that I was trying to wrangle. Um, all <laughs> there was sorts so of, much going on in the there room. There was so much going on that I wasn't. But I did read about it afterwards, and it sounded like he didn't give a good enough. Was that his first game? Trainer, that was his first game, wasn't it? His first playoff game. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, like Kyle Murray just choked under pressure. No, I, I don't think he was that bad. I don't really even. I, I usually there. listen to our podcast and mute the television anyway when I watch sports games. Um, so. I, <laughs> Yes. I didn't really actually listen to it. I just Smart. I read all the headlines about it. I watched the Bengals game. I didn't really pay attention to. He was getting. He and Tariqa were getting uh, nailed for not having enough like insight, like Adam said about especially the whistleblow whistleblow gate, the sideline touchdown. Yeah. They were like we don't know what's going on. I was like nobody does. So why? Are you, yeah. Drew Brees got a lot of got a lot of bad press for no reason. Yeah, I think he was reserved, and I appreciate yeah. that about yeah. his call. He wasn't Jason Witten bad. He was just, yeah, he's just a little nervous. He'll, he he'll wasn't Booger in the in the sideline. The Booger mobile. Booger's better in studio. Uh, Adam, what is your good news of the week? Just oh, like us. I wonder. Well, the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, won a playoff game. First time in 31 years. Where were you the first, last playoff game victory 31 years ago? I don't even remember. I was eight or nine. You were probably out in the yard. I was probably doing something cooler than watching football, which looking back now, I was an idiot because there's nothing cooler than watching football <laughs> So the on biggest, a Saturday afternoon. The yeah, big, I mean, speak, speaking of booger, I was, I was probably eating boogers from second grade, just hanging out. I mean, <laughs> who knew you were going to, it was gonna be such a drought. You never know. You just got, you got to cherish it. But when you're that young, you don't, you don't know that's going to happen for 31 years. Nope. Had no idea. Couldn't even fathom 31 years back then when was the last time the Bengals made the playoff 2015 15 is that mm-hmm. behind Andy Dalton yep is that when they lim- they were like started off hot eight no or something and they limped in I don't know about that year if it was 2015 because the Bengals were pretty solid in the mid to mid the mid aughts to the mid 10 aughts yeah I don't understand I don't know what to call those decades yeah from like oh four to 2015 they were decent we had Carson Palmer he was number one pick out of USC, Heisman Trophy winner back in, I don't know, whatever year, 2003, 2004. Had Chad Johnson turned into Ocho Cinco, TJ, Chris Henry, rest in peace. Yeah, dude. They were they were pretty good. They just couldn't get over. Who was the Pac-Man coach? Pac-Man Jones. We had Marvin. Well, it was all Marvin Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Because he came from, he was the Ravens defensive coordinator back when Ray Lewis killed that guy. And that was a moment in time. That was definitely a moment in time that I, I don't remember. I remember that specifically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, we need this guy in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he Aaron was Hernandez head- gets all the press because there was evidence, but yeah, continue Adam. Yeah. Well, I don't think Ray actually did it. I think he was just, I think he just calls the shots. I think he was there. He was just around, <laughs> but that does he's not the, mean that the kingpin. it hasn't happened in the past. The, um, so Marvin Lewis for 15 years. So we went through numerous quarterbacks, and it was all Marvin Lewis was the head coach. Are you surprised by the Bengals' success with Joe Burrow only being in his second year? Yes. We're ahead of schedule. I wrote on my buddy's wall 2023 Super Bowl champions, not 2022. I thought this year we were going to get to 8-8 or 9-8, whatever it is now. I can't remember. 17-game season this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to be an 8-8 team. 
Okay, so and then so we have blown we have blown out expectations. So Joe, I know we're only ten and we were only ten and seven now eleven and seven, but you know we took a bye week in week seventeen, rested everybody, lost to the mistake on the lake for a second time this year, which was <laughs> devastating as a fan, but I understood it. Have you been in that position before? You're like, oh, we can actually not have to. Yeah, you're just like, absolutely. Okay, I guess I guess we're doing this. This is what other teams do. No, never. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get like plenty that. of Bengals talks, but they're playing the they're playing the Titans this week in the divisional round in Nashville. I have some actually. We'll get to that in um in my stuck on or wherever wherever I put it. My good news of the week besides Duke losing, it's always a good week when Duke loses. Number six, Duke yes. lost to FSU. FSU is sitting number two in the ACC, which is really bad at basketball this year. So that does not mean much. But um, I looked at the Super Bowl halftime. And this is the first time besides the one in Atlanta with Big Boy that I'm actually pretty excited for. What do you mean? There have been some great halftime shows. Yeah, dude. What do you like the weekend? Dude. Okay. Okay. That well, one was Adam Adam uh what's his face that took off his shirt and everyone got mad at him? I guess I I guess I look, I guess I watch videos what? from like two thousand six still. Yeah. I'm watching <laughs> Prince videos. Great Super Bowl halftime. Yeah, okay, fair okay, fair enough. I'm sorry. Snoop Dogg. Who is it? Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige. Oh, yeah. Throwback. And then there's Kendrick Lamar, which is good, but I don't know any of his stuff. But if they say, if they sing Forgot About Dre, I'm going to be so stoked. Did you see the trailer they dropped today? No. Oh, I almost sent it to you. But I figured you were so in the know that you would have seen it already. I saw that there was a trailer, and that's where I clicked on the link and read the names, and I was like, I don't need to see any more. I'm excited. Well, you should watch the trailer because it'll make you even more excited. Does Eminem have a beard? Yeah, and brown hair. It's weird. He doesn't bleach his hair anymore? Uh Uh-uh. I don't know you anymore, Eminem. Trainer, what is your critical number of the week? What happened to your beard, by the way? I shaved it off. It got hot. It got got unruly. Gotcha. Adam, I want to go back and touch on something. You said mistake on the lake. Is that a Cleveland Browns reference? Yes, it is. It's the whole whole city. Yeah, we got a a dumb uh, Browns fan that frequents this show. We got to bring that up next time. That'll be a feather in the cap for us down the road. Critical number three. Three. No idea. We touched on this earlier a little bit. Uh, it was a three-yard pick six. Three-yard pick six for Kyler Murray. The shortest in NFL playoff history. Really? Is he yeah. the shortest quarterback in NFL playoff history? That, that too. That too, Massey. You picked up on it. Good job. I, I like did, that. I did it. I really did it this time. I'm a Duncan. genius. Uh <laughs> Adam, what is your critical number of the week? I don't think I understand the the assignment. Uh, mine's nine. Nine. I have oh, no idea. Drew Brees' old number and Joe Burrow's current number? Exactly. Boom. Joe Burrow. And Tony Romo's. Romo, Brees, Burrow. Trifecta right there. Now wow. everyone uh, now everyone can have different numbers. There's like nines in random places on the field that confuse me. Like linebackers can have nines and tight ends can be nines. Oh, and- yeah. Tom Brady bitched about that, too. The well, yeah, like he was is he actually able to see the numbers fast enough? Is his eyesight that good? He's getting old. There's there's no telling with that guy. <laughs> but yes, there are not there are numbers that there didn't used to be everywhere, and I like it. I like it too. Like why why did it why did it take so long or why did it matter? Because apparently these old school quarterbacks it mattered to them. He's like if he saw if he saw something in the '60s, it was not a linebacker. So oh, so they could pick on pick on him a little bit or something, or like maybe like his lineman's running downfield and he sees a six versus a five, and he knows that that's a lineman. 
I get. I mean, I guess not a linebacker. I mean, like, but the safeties these days are as fast as, as sometimes they're as big as linebackers, and sometimes they're small. It's just like one of those things where the defense you have so many hybrid hybrid players these days that numbers can't like define them, or their even their positions don't even define their skill set. Yeah. It doesn't matter. All right, my critical number, $25,000. Oh, I got two in a row here. All right. Uh, Dak, Dak was unfairly fined for a comment he made about throwing trash at refs. Yes, his quote was, credit to them when 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 told that the uh, fans were throwing trash at the refs on the way out of the game. He said credit to them, and that cost him $25,000. Now, did you see the video of the refs getting trash thrown on them? I did. I did. I was upset that the players, Cowboys players were involved. Like they were getting the, what do you call that? Some, um, Debra. Yeah. Some Debra from, from, from the, uh, what was aimed at the refs. I did. I did see it. Did you, did you see the video of the refs? Address? I did. Isn't it weird to you? That the refs don't have to come on the podium in front of the media and answer questions. <laughs> I'd love that. That would be something. Yeah. It would be one of those things like, well, I honestly blame it to coaching. I think Mike McCarthy's to blame if he's if he says Whoa. every every he's like we we practice this play every week in practice. It's like well then you need to practice handing the ball the ref. I mean excuse me handing the ref the ball. Yeah, not yeah, the exactly. not your center. You don't get lined up. Yeah, the, that's a, part of the game. You also like don't get fourteen of, penalties. How did they? No, I say you also don't get 14 penalties. Oh, yeah. If you, if if you have a well-disciplined team, you don't have those issues at all. Yeah. It didn't come down to the last play, Graham. I'm sorry to say. He's a, he's a, he would be a box guy. If a head coach could be a box guy, he'd be a box guy. Who, Dak <laughs> or McCarthy? McCarthy would be a coach, a box, a guy that, that would be fat and sit in, a, sit in a box and be like hanging out with Jerry during the game. She'd be like, hey, coordinators, you, you handle it. All right, here's something I heard that I liked. Jerry's actually a pretty good GM, like if you look at that Cowboys roster. Yeah, I, yeah, his son's pretty good. His son's pretty good. He's kind of he's kind of doing a little bit of the behind the scenes. He kind of grabs his ha- dad's hand. He's like, no, 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 we don't want Johnny Manziel, daddy. And he's like, all right, you're right. We don't want no Johnny Manziel. So I would give a little more credit to Steven on that, but he's he's uh, he's gotten lucky a few times where they've gotten Dak in the third round when they wanted like – what was that guy's name from Michigan State? Uh, Cook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's 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 accidentally fallen back into some good picks though. So don't give him too much credit, Massey. But I, I appreciate the sentiment. You're you're pretty down. You're pretty down on your Cowboys. Yeah, hundred percent. Every year, twenty five <laughs> years. I'm I'm where you know, like Adam mentioned earlier, like he was you know you're eating your boogers and you think you'll see the Bengals go to the playoffs a bunch of years in a row. When I was in the fourth or fifth grade, the last time the Cowboys were in the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, like. I didn't think it was gonna be so bad. Twenty five years of this, good God! I'm, I'm a broken man. What is your uh, what is your stuck <laughs> on this week, Trainer? Besides that, um, I did find out that uh, I don't know how we missed this. It's such a hot, hot reporting show that we are. You know, Urban Meyer was fired in an airport office. No, as yeah. as a huge Urban Meyer, fo- I was about to say fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I consume Urban Meyer's uh, fiery tailspin ravenously he was fired at the airport yes in an not like they took him to like one of those you know, maybe like one of those you can only come here to smoke rooms or something like, yeah we're gonna go to this we're gonna go to like the tsa office the dog they, relief we, station yeah yeah so it was anyway a, that, it was, that a, bo- it was a box it was a box at a stadium yeah the box at the stadium <laughs> i mean pretty much like it's it's just funny that uh it adds to the lore of the urban meyer firing this year he didn't even catch that flight either he was like i think i'm yeah. gonna sit this flight out 
Hmm? They go to the United Club, get some free Bud Lights, and they're like, <laughs> hey, Urban, uh, we got to tell you something. He's fired. He's like, well, it was nice getting the, the signing bonus. And he just went back to Ohio and is sitting currently sitting in his bar in Columbus. Mm-hmm. He caught, he, he uh, locked eyes with a, a cute co-ed at the airport United Club bar and said, I'm staying here, guys. Yeah, you, you go on without me. What do you think about Urban Meyer being being from Ohio, the state of Ohio? Ohio boy, he's the, the golden child from like what was prodigal return golden <laughs> child i don't know that's a, that's strong you know when he's your coach you love to ignore the noise but i can't you, his is his history is too peppered you can't look past that i i'm not a i'm not a huge fan if oh if urban meyer said i want the ohio state job and because ryan day leaves would you be excited that he'd be back back on the Ohio state sideline no there's too much distraction too much drama that's fair. All right. Well, I thought maybe you'd be a little more delusional Ohio State fan. No, I'm not. I'm a delusional Cincinnati Bengals fan. You t- when when they drafted Joe Burrow, Adam Chenault was telling me about uh, how they won the Super Bowl, and I was like, I get it. I get it. You had a first-round draft pick, and you probably it's probably going to hit. Um, what is your stuck on uh, for the week, Adam? Again, I don't think I understood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> Massey. Uh, which I tried is, to explain which is it the okay best I because could. I, because I just love Cincinnati Bengals football. That's a, that's all I want to. Especially now. That's what you're here for. Because Massey, you, we've known, we've worked together for almost five years now. Yep. And so known each other for five years now. <laughs> so let me let me date that. That's five years. <laughs> um, has my fandom ever wavered? No, you wear the same Cincinnati Bengals hat every single day. I do. Or yeah. Reds hat. Or Reds hat. Big big fan of uh, being born and raised in Cincinnati and leaving Cincinnati. Although I and have the whole seen state you, of Ohio. I've seen you buy cans of Skyline Chili. Whoa! How could you not? Because it it looks so bad. It you know I'm I can't disagree with you. Would actually that that's what I'm, I got a stuck on because Massey didn't relay the information good enough for stuck on in the, the huddle. What is Skyline Chili? Is it a Hormel canned chili? No, it's a Skyline canned chili. But like, what is it like? It's not a homemade Cincinnati staple. It's it's cool because it's out of a can. They put it on a hot dog and spaghetti and stuff. No, so there's a number. I think there's like a hundred plus franchises of Skyline. And I've uh, seen one. I have seen one. Oh, it's a it's like a it's a McDonald's for chili. Yes. Gotcha. When you go to a a chain restaurant called Skyline, what do you order? I order a four way. And six Whoa. conies. You're gonna have to break that down in English for me. <laughs> so it's a it's some sort of Greek chili huh. idea where it's spaghetti on the base. Then you have this uh, not your traditional chili like a Hormel. It's more of a, a liquidy. Are you describing sauce. spaghetti to me? It's yeah, essentially. <laughs> Just it's got some. Greek it's got spaghetti. Some, it's got some unique flavors in it, and then it's got this beautifully finely shredded cheese like you can't shred a cheese more finely than what they do at this chain do they pseudo chain restaurant is it is it like olive garden where they come out and like grate it for you onto your no chili they actually no they withhold the cheese from you you have to you have to ask for more that's just sounds like it's nickel and diming are they are they still around they're are they I think they're thriving. Well, yeah, after a Cincinnati playoff win, they sold more Skyline Chili. Uh, could you – it seems so diluted to me. It seems like you could shotgun a, a, a Skyline Chili out of the can because it's not that thick. You you borderline could if the hole was big enough. Oh, gross. Gross. <laughs> I just, I just there, is, there is meat in it. And, and 
I've made, because I haven't had Skyline in so many years, because I haven't been back to Ohio in so many years, I've actually made two batches of homemade Skyline in the past two weeks, just because my excitement, I just can't get enough of Cincinnati everything at the moment. It's just... You guys have no. I I won the <laughs> I love Super Bowl. <laughs> I love this. It's like what have you been doing? I've been fixing Skyline chili for my for my entire family. And I made it with I've made it with both mule deer and elk, and I've made multiple batches over the years just to get my fix. And it's never as good as what you remember. But my wife and I always talk about how when you haven't had it for that long, just a little taste. You is, roped Abby into your obsession with Skyline chili. She's a full. I mean, she's from New Hampshire. She is a full-on Bengals fan. It's poor. It's poor woman. Well done. Poor Thank woman. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, but she also, been it's not that she gets, she's into, it's not just that, it's not the brand, the Bengals. She's into this team in particular. It's because Joe Burrow's a good-looking guy. Maybe. That might be it, and I'm okay with that. I'm <laughs> secure in that because I got two kids, and if she wants to go, if, she, if Joe is on her list, she Go for it. Get me some tickets. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I'm going to do this, but I'm going to need some that's, a promise that's that's I, gonna give me give me some sideline sideline passes. That's what, that's what I was going to say. You should like find out who the sideline pass guy is and be like, I made the first ever elk meat skyline chili. I will send you some for tickets. You know what? I I'm thinking about. I mean, we got Logan Wilson, the governor. Really? He was. He's our middle linebacker. He's a second year player this year. He was the captain of the Wyoming Cowboys two, three years ago. Mm. They called him the governor from Casper. He is I like all of this. He Logan Wilson is a beast of of a player. And he I think I think there are more Bengals fans in Wyoming. I think the Bengals are the number two cheered for team in the state of Wyoming. Behind the Broncos? Behind the Broncos. Really? Possibly the Niners, because I think back in the day that that's the what the Bills. That's what they only that's what they got. Oh, I guess uh Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, Josh, Josh Allen's pretty pretty big deal. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if you've heard of him. But but here's the thing is Josh Allen is from Southern California and Logan Wilson was the homegrown boy. Oh, that's a good point. He is the homegrown I mean he is He's a stud. Who sells defensive end? He just got cleared from concussion protocols. Oh. He played for the Saints. What's his name? Oh, beautiful Trey Hendrickson. Yeah. I love everything about Trey Hendrickson. He was wearing like a Walmart shirt walking into a game or something. Uh, Kirkland Signature. Which it, it, they sell Skyline Chili. Wait, did the did the Saints, were they not able, I love that guy. Did they not, were they not able to re-sign him because they gave T Taysom Hill so much money? I don't, the Saints, I don't know where, the, the Saints have a printing press down and they just print money fake money and hand it out to players and their salary they're the second worst salary cap team in the league they're just struggling they have to cut yeah. corners everywhere they can um my my stuck on involves the texans david Wait, i never even said my stuck on oh i thought we we're talking about skyline chili for like 20 minutes what's your well, stuck we on were. my bad but it was my stuck on what is it i said i didn't understand the assignment and my stuck on is that the mvp of the nfl is only voted on Based on regular season. Oh, yeah. That's a perfect stuck on. You understood the assignment completely. I and it's voted on by 50 Associated Press writers. Yeah, I knew that there was like a a, a board of 50 members. I wonder if they probably get together in Vegas or something and, and vote on this. It is not in a it, – it's what the NFL adopts, but it's not an NFL awarded trophy. Really? Well, it – Don't you – wait. 
Well, I don't know if the NFL awards it, but they have it, they outsource the process to fifty media guys, AP writers. As long as they have like a good buffet, I'm sure they're pretty stoked about it. Right, but why isn't this voted on by like the Pro Bowl is? Why isn't it voted on like baseball does with fans and player votes for um, you know the All Star games? Trenner, you might you might have to take take this one. I have, I only learned this just the other day. Uh, so 50 meteor people, they're going to vote Aaron Rodgers MVP this year, probably. And I mean, yes. yeah. What do you, what, what do you know about this process? The pro, I don't know, but I mean, I, I agree with the peer, the peer voting and the fan voting is always fun. And I do agree with the postseason part of it. Cause that's still kind of messed up Same in, in the season. Yeah. It's in, it's what also happens in college. Like, you know, I mean, Stetson Bennett would have won the Heisman if they would have done it after the national championship, you know, it's, but that's it's one game. BS. That's like right before the, <laughs> yeah. that's like playing. That's like voting right before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Um, yeah. I mean the associate, the associated press part of it, but isn't that the same way in, in the NBA for MVPs and for MLB all-star it's, I mean, all, uh, MLB MVP as well. It's always just media. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I, I just, I've never had an MVP candidate that i loved as much as i love you bdj bdj yeah <laughs> yeah well um <laughs> do you think he would be in who absolutely are you kidding uh, me absolutely I, uh, I i i should not have asked you that question who is <laughs> maybe i'll ask trainer that question who in the in the nfl could possibly be mvp right now besides aaron Rodgers and dak and dak no and dak. mccarthy um besides aaron Rodgers, i mean yeah i guess who would be second place? I mean, Mahomes turned it around, but he didn't have the overall season. Aaron Rodgers got the one seed. The one seed on the other side, Derrick Henry would have probably maybe run away with it. But obviously, uh, Ryan Tannehill is not going to. I mean, yeah, it has to be the quarterback. It's always it, that's the that's the problem with it. It's it's become a quarterback award for like forty years now, and it's always a quarterback who has a one or a two seed in their uh, respective conference. Yeah, it's, I could kind of. Yeah, it's old. It's I guess old. I could see like Tom Brady in the conversation. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, Tom Brady was in the conversation for a number of weeks, number of months. Yeah, and and the, other than that, I, it just seems it Jonathan is, Taylor for the Colts was in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, that's where the he had an amazing season, but like he's a running back, he drops below like five to six quarterbacks already. Right. So I think the award's been around for just over twenty five years. Yeah, and I think seventeen have gone to quarterbacks. Was the last one Adrian Peterson? He won one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't know any. Uh, the, other than that, I don't know Maybe anybody else. Chris Johnson, the running back too. He had one. Oh God, didn't he almost have two? Th- did he have two thousand yards that one season? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he went over. The um. Anyway, um. Let me get to my stuck on my stuck on down in, in Houston. They fired David Cully after going four and thirteen. Uh, the GM Chris. Oh man, I don't. Oh, excuse me, Charles. I'm in. I'm in. Hi, you. Almond Joy. What's his um, name? He cited fit quote philosophical philosophical difference differences that which mm-hmm. translates to they didn't get along because if you look at last year they were four and 13 with jj watt and deshaun watson and david cully took a shambles of a of a franchise and won four games they beat the jags twice the chargers and the titans and i felt like they did him they did david cully super wrong this way they just they just is a little cat fight and the and the texans was like oh he didn't have our long-term goals in mind. I didn't even know they were going to play football in Houston this year. What is your take on this, Trainer? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Deshaun didn't play at all. Exactly. Um, I totally agree. They took, 
yeah, team that Bill O'Brien just left in shambles before he bounced Alabama for rehab you as a coordinator. And they definitely <laughs> like overperformed. I had them not winning a game or at least being the worst team and having the number one pick. I think the Jags beat them out for that because you, as you said, they beat them twice. Yeah, David Mills and Tyrod Taylor on like one and a half legs playing the whole season. Like they had no quarterbacks, they had no defense, they have no running back because they traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, who can't even stay on the field. It was, it was total total BS. It's almost like what's his name? David Cutley. Cully. Cully, yeah. He should I mean you have to like I feel like there's gotta be some sort of fair, like I'm inheriting a dumpster fire. You can't fire me after the first season just because we don't win six plus games. They still don't know what they're gonna do with Deshaun Watson. All the, the twenty two lawsuits are still pending. That, well, who do they talk to? Miami, uh, towards the end of the trade deadline, and now yeah. they're thinking that maybe Carolina's in the running. But how do you get like everything has to be what am, I, what am I trying to say? Like, if he goes to jail, you can't have that on your books as another franchise, you know? It's like, wait a minute, we, we want all our picks back that we're going to give up for Deshaun Watson. And who has three first-round picks? Eagles have three first-round picks this yeah, year? Yeah. Uh, but they went ahead and came out and said, no, Jalen Hurts is our guy. That, <laughs> you see, I mean. <laughs> for today. Yeah, for today. But it's just one of those things where no one really wants to touch him, and, and rightfully so. And it just seems like one of those things where – uh, the GM just is just power struggling and wanting control of a team that really is still spiraling out of control. And the only thing that seemed like that was good for them was David Culley. Yeah, hundred percent. Maybe, maybe they did him a favor. Maybe he can make two years of free money and go be a coordinator somewhere. That would be so sweet to get paid. Buyouts are so sweet. If you're, if you're a coach, I just want to be like, Hey, you're fired. Here's a 10 million bucks. You're like, okay. Even better as a player. Yeah. You're just like, whatever. Sam Bradford still being paid by the Cardinals. <laughs> Sam Bradford at one point was getting paid by like four franchises: Vikings, Rams, and the Cardinals. Cards. Yeah, who was? Is it Jimbo? Jimbo Fisher getting paid by like LSU and Florida State and A and M all at the same time? What did we figure out that one time? Oh, his uh, his buyout at Texas A and M is ninety four million dollars. Yeah, plus that. Yeah, I would. I would. I might. If I was Jimbo, I'd be like getting close to retirement. I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna tank for a couple of years. And just get my buyout money and just mm-hmm. kick it on a beach, earning twenty percent. Trainer, what is your quote slash question of the week? Uh, he he looks like a guy who would play a coach in a movie. Uh, you're talking about Drew uh, Sean Payton being played Close. by Close. He just murdered Sean Payton, coach wise. Okay, give it to me. Cliff Kingsbury. This is a funny quote I heard Dan Patrick say about Cliff Kingsbury. Wait, say it again. He looks like a. He was like, I don't know if he's a good coach. I don't know if he's the guy for Arizona. But he looks like a guy who would play a coach in a movie. <laughs> yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. They're calling for his head. And Adam, you might be able to to chime in here. What What has Cliff Kingsbury ever done besides fail upward? I don't think nothing. Oh, did I answer the question? Did I Did I go ahead? <laughs> Nailed, it. Go, na- Nailed it. This Nailed it. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, he just. I mean, it looks good in Ray Bans, and that's about the most I know mm. about Cliff Kingsbury. And yeah. somehow he's. He found Patrick Mahomes and and had him pretty. I mean, looking back, it's like, well, I had success with Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah, that because you you somehow found Patrick Mahomes. Wasn't yeah, Patrick they, Mahomes they, like the number eight pick in the MLB draft? Yeah, he just had it was some freak out. No, maybe that was Kyler Murray. So he thought he had a. He had both. He had and he had Baker too for a, for a moment. Ugh. Cliff Kingsbury. What is your quote slash question of the week, Adam? Um, this is the new standard. This is Ooh. a Bengals quote. <laughs> Nailed it. This is uh so so you're saying divisional round or bust from here on out. 
That's Wait, who? I didn't say it. Who said this? Zach Taylor? Nope. Ooh. This sounds like coaches speak. The standard is the does, standard. Does. That's why I said Zach Taylor. Joe um, Burrow said it. Joe Burrow said it. Well, oh. he, he's got so much swag. He can just say whatever he wants. He really can. Mm-hmm. He cannot wear, Yeah, he cannot wear those rose-colored glasses again. He celebrate. No, we can't. Those were bad. Those were bad. But he won the ASC North when it was all Browns, Ravens before the season. Bengals were slated to win, I think at most I saw preseason, six games by all the experts. The CBSs. Really? Of the six? World. Six was the, was the max. I think I had the Steelers winning three games and they made the playoffs. So that's my expert analysis. That's, that's Mike Tomlin right there. He is a... He's a coach. He had a hell of a quote. Cut your eyelids off. Don't blink. I was like, come on, Tomlin. Um, so, yeah. So, Joe Burrow says that this is this is it. Everyone's excited. We're excited for you. But you know what? Our job's not done because this is what we expect from ourselves. It, well, see, that's... This is a new culture in Cincinnati. This is. Are y'all, are y'all ready to handle expectations? It's a heavy. It's a heavy. You know crown. what? We've never had. Exp- we've never been able. We're just like the team. We're naive. We've never had anything set upon us. We've never experienced this. So we're just riding the wave. Usually or the Bengals. Usually the Bengals <laughs> try to uh, win the off season. Are there any off season moves that you see pending? Like beef up the offensive line or something? Absolutely. We've got the highest salary cap space of any playoff team. Oh, this year, hey. going into next Ooh. year. And we've got, I think it's like the eighth overall highest salary cap space for next season. And I think that that's what somebody like Joey Franchise does for you. Is last year we tried to get Joe Tooney, offensive lineman who left the Patriots. And he was like, yeah, I think I'll go protect Mahomes. I got some better Chiefs. things to do. Yeah, fair. <laughs> get it get it yeah. Yeah. All, right. all right all right all right but you know what we i was i was just happy the Bengals made a an approach and i think that this year now people are going to see this is a team that has a dramatic change yeah i mean jamar chase how much success do you credit to the pick jamar chase how many sacks is he allowed zero how many is <laughs> Panay sewell allowed at least five <laughs> and that was the that was the that was the other pick. So, you know what? And this is, I want to go back real quick, Graham, to the MVP talk, because this is why it should be not just down to the Associated Press and why it should be peer-reviewed is because Joe Burrow had the second highest quarterback rating uh, this season, this regular season, behind only Aaron Rodgers. Not all the numbers match up right. perfectly, but that... That quarterback rating that we know that goes up to like 150 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers was 110. Joe Burrow was 108. Joe Burrow got sacked 51 times in the regular season. Aaron Rodgers got sacked like 25. I actually know that Tom Brady was only sacked 22 times. Really? Yeah. And so to me, that just says most valuable player. Granted, I'm obviously... A little biased? Just a little. But you know what? That is... That is a most valuable player. Somebody that can face that sort of adversity and take a team that was supposed to win 
five, six games, win the AFC North, which was borderline one of the hardest divisions of football coming into the season. Yeah. Obviously, the mistake yeah. on the lake really, you know, that that was almost like a playoff win for me is watching them their failure. <laughs> they they <laughs> they underperformed so so they bad. did. I'm sure Graham, you can you can attest when you watch other NFC East teams, same sort of thing. When you watch them fail, it's like when they lose, it's a win. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, and it's super easy this year as it is easy. most years with the NFC East. But <clears throat> I totally agree. I think it's totally unfair. I mean, Aaron Rodgers missed a game because he got COVID from Kirk Cousins, and I, I just feel like you got to be there for your players. Joe, Joe Burrow was there for all the games. I'm on I'm on the Joe Burrow MVP bandwagon now. I like it. <laughs> what do you feel about Rodgers? Uh, comeback player of the year, though. Which is another one that Dak is up for. It's between Dak and Ooh. Joe. Oh, I like this. I, you got to go Joe now. You got to go Joe. But okay, but at the end of the regular regular season, which is what that award that's rewards. The, that's yeah. the frame of work is regular season. So I, now, I'd go Joe. It's a much it's a much harder division. NFC East is an absolute trash zone. So totally agree with you. You know what else is a trash zone? Hmm. The, the AFC South. Oh, it is. That's very and the point. Titans, the number one seed in the AFC East or or in the AFC, are from the AFC South. They get to play the Texans twice. They get to play the Jags twice. Both the Texans and Jags pick in the top five this year. Correct. You know who else they lost to? The Jets, also a top five pick. So we're we're already warming up. We're already warming up the idea that Titans I, Titans are soft. Well. Again, this is where the Bengals thrive is we're underdogs and we're going into this game. We're three and a half point underdogs, which I will take all day long because the Bengals don't do well when they're the favorite. When we're the underdogs and everyone takes us for granted, like this is this could be a year for us. I think we lose. I think we we get the AFC championship game. Let's let's talk. Let's do talk about this. uh, This Titans Cincy game, because I read. I read that the Titans are changing their uh, their ticket policy, they so did. That they so they can you can only resale your ticket twenty four hours before the game, which they're hoping because Nashville is such a destination, much like L A, that the opposing te- the team won't fans won't show up and fill up their stadium, and so they're trying to hedge like hedge their bets and saying Cincinnati fans won't travel to Nashville if they're not guaranteed a ticket. Oh, that might just make. It more appealing to show up in every single downtown Nashville bar and make their presence known. Pisses you off. Yeah, it makes you angry. It's like, well, now, now I'm making the trip. Yep, I'm with you. Train, did you hear about this? I didn't hear about that, but that's definitely locker room talk. This is stuff you put up on the pin board and you tell the tell the players about. Yeah, some bull. That's some bull. Exactly. And their vice president of executive something or other is the <laughs> one who came out and actually said it. He was like, "Yeah, we're doing this." He was quoted can from you, the Titans organization. Can you change the rules like that? I mean, I guess you can if you're the front office. They're like, yeah, we don't want we don't want those guys here. Yeah, they. The only place that you can get tickets ahead of time are non NFL sponsored sites. So like, there's an NFL sponsored ticket exchange that you can exchange tickets if you're a pass holder or whatever. You're talking. So, you're talking me into Cincinnati winning this game. I, look at that broken in Bengals hat. That's not a new hat. This guy knows what he's, This guy knows what he's talking about. Trainer, what are uh, your thoughts on the game? Well, also the impact of Derrick Henry. We are. I mean, we yeah, we were we were a Titan show until today. We'll just say it. We'll put it that way. Morgan Cox, we'll we'll break up with him. 
You don't, do that have, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do <laughs> that. We'll, send, we'll, send we'll see how it goes on Sunday. We'll see how it goes. Is it Sunday or Saturday? Saturday, 2.30. Yeah, Again, having the early, the first game, I think, is also a benefit to the Bengals. There's no noise. There's no noise, no noise of what has happened in other games. We don't need this. This team doesn't need to, This team is naive and hungry. These boys are going to. We're gonna get it. There, I was, I was wondering when you were gonna say it. it's like we're we're gonna win. This sounds like Tom we'll Hanks it. in a league of their own. Like, no, I don't. We're gonna we're gonna win. My wife Abby always says when I get too too excited is when we lose. I'm not gonna get too excited because you know they're still the number one seed. Derrick Henry is a beast. He is. I, I, I want to talk about Derrick Henry for a bit. He's got a metal plate in one of his. You feet. want to talk about him because he went to Bama. He's a Heisman Trophy yeah. winner from Alabama. I don't understand. What's the big – What's I'm just saying. Well, uh, don't forget his resume. You yet. know who else plays for them? Ryan Tannehill. He does. And Ryan Tannehill doesn't have anybody to throw to. Like, I, Well, he does now. Do y'all remember Julio Jones? I completely forgot that he was from the Titans. Yep. But he does have – A.J. A- Brown. He's got A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's a little, yeah, a little more talented. I, Massey, don't bring up the Alabama. Don't bring up these personal awards. We don't like these MVP trophies. We don't bring up Derrick Henry's MVP. What did you see? He has a metal plate in what? His foot? One of his feet. Oh, okay. The one that, yeah, the one he, I didn't know what he, I never really knew what his injury was, but I don't think he's going to be a decoy. I think he's going to come in. He's not going to, you can't tell Derrick Henry to come in and play like 65%. So I think he's going to go out there and be, be the bowling ball that he is. I disagree. I think he's a little bit of a chess piece here. Oh, decoy. Yeah. I don't know. I think if they can catch Cincinnati sleeping, cause they're paying attention to Derrick Henry so much, that might be their best chance at, at uh, getting things going, but I don't think Derrick Henry. How can you? How how many weeks has it been? Eight weeks since he had surgery. Ten weeks. Ten weeks. Well, yeah, it's been a. I mean, he had yeah, he had like the rushing title for like four weeks after he went down, which was crazy and amazing. So the blew up. Um, yeah, I mean, just, if Cincinnati gets up fourteen to zero, it's you know it's not going to matter if they score points. Derrick Henry is not going to be a factor at all. So I'm hoping that the Bengals come out and just score points to start the game. The other the other game on Saturday, 49ers at Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by five and a half. The only the first thing I thought of was how sweet it's going to be to see those two teams play just because they're the traditional colors going against each other. Mm-hmm. I was like, the uniforms are going to look sweet in Lambeau. Yeah, it is some it is some old school some old school NFC gonna have some some breath out there flying through the face mask. It'd be great. I think the 49ers are going to. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is not at 100%. Bosa is still – they're still wondering if he's going to be cleared. I don't really think the 49ers have a, a snowball chance in hell in this one. Yeah, I feel I feel like if Garoppolo is banged up in that cold, it's going to be rough. I mean, the 49ers barely deserved – or, you know, barely let the Cowboys win that game or barely let the Cowboys lose that game. They, they got out uh, despite how they played in the second half, free to go play. Matt LaFleur playing Kyle Shanahan. It's going to be – yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a better game than you would think, but if they can't stop – Devonta Adams and Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to him all over the field, then yeah, Bosa's out. If Bosa's out or he's not even close to 100%, I don't think it's going to be much of a much of a, a chance, but or much of a game. But I think if Bosa's okay, it could be a better game. Do you have an inclination, uh, Adam, 49ers, Greenback? I do. Uh, I don't like the Niners' odds, but Green Bay has never beaten the 49ers in a playoff football game in the, really? his, in the history really? of their organizations. I didn't know that at all. That doesn't seem. We, we'll get a fact check on that. I I, I don't believe we should fact check that because I got that from a 49ers fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah someone, uh, but my brain is like, could be right. my brain they, is like, they, what? No, but, that could be right. I mean, the 49ers have had Green Bay's number the past like decade almost, and they may have just kind of switched. They kind of switched out when one was good and one was bad. Like Green Bay wasn't good in the 80s. The 49ers were. Green Bay was good in the 90s. 
San Francisco wasn't really good after Steve Young. So like, yeah, I mean that that, that actually could be could check could be out. Accurate, I mean, they know? had Brett Far. Like, I mean, you're talking Brett Favre years now, right? So yeah, I did it's not possible. fact. I'm I'm sorry, I did not fact that check that with my son <laughs> I believe it. beforehand. I'm, but I also I believe it. But you know what? I'm also a little on the fence as a betting man um, who has lost a bunch of bets and needs to make the money back. Yeah. Uh, the Niners are scary right now. They can really run the ball. It's like beautiful to watch them play offense and but, when their runs work. But they they have a Ryan Tannehill. They've got Jimmy G, and he's gonna he's gonna get pressured, and he's gonna throw off his back foot, and he's gonna overthrow his receiver into the safety at least once every game. Yeah. That is that is Jimmy Garoppolo will have a bad interception someplace this game, which he like when that happened against the Cowboys, Graham. Yeah. I was like, here, here he comes. He's had a great yeah. game. Boom, here that comes was, Jimmy G. I but mean, you know what? He he stepped up. Yeah, he's he's handsome as hell, but I don't think he's gonna have a good game. He did let the Cowboys back into that to that game last week, and um, yeah, I mean, if they can get Debo Samuel running out of the backfield, they have a chance. But yeah, I don't, they're not gonna they're not gonna win if they get down. Much like if if the Titans get down to the Bengals, they can't come back and score. I feel the same way about the Niners if they get down to the Packers on the road. But at the same time, I'm also not 100% confident in the Packers. Like they have had a they've had a lot of close games this year that they've pulled out. Yeah, sure. And I think that that shoe has to drop at some point because their run defense is not It's not great. No, it's, it's not, not very it good. It could come down to yeah, it could come down to Mason Crosby's leg in the cold and he wasn't very consistent this year. As you know, you watched that Bengals Green Bay overtime game wow. in the middle of the season. That was I wild. was like that was a this, nightmare. That was kickers. That was a nightmare. <laughs> As for me, <laughs> to watch one of the most consistent kickers miss three and yeah. us not be able to pull out that victory. Yeah. The the Bengals very easily could have been thirteen and four this year. <laughs> okay. like, oh, yeah. Easily. I like, I like easily. all of this. We uh, lost to the Browns in week two. What I mean or not the Browns, uh, the Bears in week two. We lost to Andy Dalton of all people. That son of a yeah, revenge uh, game. That was Reven- that revenge was revenge games. Game still counts. Revenge yeah. games. Sh- revenge games should not count but, against you know win loss record. This is a team that again is naive and just growing into it, <laughs> and they are yeah. peaking. Let's let's move to Sunday's games. Let's start with the afternoon games. Rams at the Bucks. Rams favor. I mean, excuse me, the Bucks favor by three. Matt Stafford won his first playoff game, which isn't surprising. I think there's a is this the first time he was been in the playoffs. No, third. Yeah. This was his fourth game. Fourth game, fourth playoff game. Um, La he was beat beat the Cardinals. We we've covered that extensively. Trainer, what do you think about the Rams and the Bucks? Yeah, Stafford was previously zero and two against the Cowboys in the playoffs. <clears throat> just saying, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> throwing that out there. Um, I like the Rams. I like the Rams. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it that way. I think there's too many injuries on the Bucks side. Their defense is injured. They don't have Godwin. I don't think they're gonna have Fournette. Uh, obviously, Antonio Brown quit. <laughs> it's playing golf now, which is fine. And it makes him happy. If it makes him happy, I want him to be happy mentally. Sure. Is, um, is Fournette? Yeah, I like Fournette's I like out the, still, right? What's that? Fournette is out still, right? Because he didn't play last week. Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I think running back. I think he's still banged up. They don't have much. They don't have much run game. No, no, no. They have like Giovanni Bernard. They have like their backup. I don't think Ronald Jones is even playing. So I think that like the Cowboys, I mean, sorry, the Cowboys, <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> I think the Rams will win this outright on the road. I kind of want to see, yeah, I want to see the McVay at Matt LaFleur or Kyle Shanahan matchup. So it's like they're all, all those old, like, excuse me, but they were Redskins coaches. I didn't mean to say the word, but they were Redskins coaches back in the day. Together, I like this little, they're climbing the ladder. Bruce Arians is the old boomer who's not a part of this cute little boy band of of hot little coaches and i think that 
it's going to be uh, Sean McVay moving on to the NFC Championship game. I, just, I don't know if I can pick against Tom Brady. I think oh. he, I, I wanted to. I, I, I did, but I just don't. I think the Rams are kind of soft. I think they don't. Oh. I guess they got Cam Akers back, but I and, just don't. And Sony Michelle? Yeah, I just don't. I just don't. And they're Cooper more Cup? of a Georgia guy. They feel like a. Georgia guy. Oh. The more of a finesse yeah, team, and I feel like the Bucs are kind of like smack you in the mouth type team. But you know what? That that Rams defense will smack nasty. So nasty. smack you in the mouth. I mean, they're dude. Von Miller is starting to he's starting oh, to pick up. A and M guy doesn't like him. Yep, I get it. <laughs> you got Aaron Donald. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. Pittsburgh guy, anti Virginia. Massey, yep. you didn't even ask me. I'm just gonna go. I'm just like I've already put my bets in for this weekend. I've got I got Bengals. Rams straight up, really parlay. I think picking. I think picking the against Tom Brady uh, is a bad, bad move. I would have agreed until I bet on Nick Saban this year <laughs> and Kirby Smart. It's the year. It's the year of the, I'm the like, little all guy. Right. But then I watched the ninth episode of Man in the Arena last night, and I was like, how could I ever bet against this person? <laughs> there are nine episodes <laughs> of that show. There's going to be a 10th next week. Oh, my God. All right, let's move on to the what hopefully is the action-packed with the little time we have remaining, the action-packed game of the Bills at the Chiefs. This is something we all want to see. We want to see Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen played a perfect game last week. Mahomes seems to be hitting his stride. Like we said, he warmed it up all the uh, second half of the regular season, and now they're favored at two. And, the Chiefs are favored by two and a half at home raucous raucous environment trainer what do you think yeah the bills were impressive their whole team i mean what did they do they didn't they're the first team in nfl history playoffs or regular season to not punt not kick a field goal not turn the ball over and some other stat but it was just wild but scored yes, a touchdown the, on every drive yeah they had yeah. eight drives yeah. seven which right. seven of which ended in touchdowns the eighth one ended up in victory formation yeah so like that's um, absurd afc afc championship rematch which is sweet to have this in the second round. Um, I think it's going to be whatever the over is. If the over is 85, bet the over. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this one. I think this is the best game. I think it's going to be the most exciting game. I could see I could see this being – I think it's going to be a tight game. I think, you know, the Chiefs – you know what the Chiefs should have done last week is let Travis Kelsey throw a touchdown. That was a cool special play. They didn't need to run out against the crappy Steelers. So, they should have kept that in their back pocket. I agree. Um, I thought that yeah, in think, the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It was just kind of like we're piling up on piling up on the Steelers. Why, why, why? You know, show all your cards, show your hand there. Um, I think the Chiefs will prevail. Adam, you thought your thoughts? Chiefs. Chief, I'm gonna I'm gonna be contrarian. I liked what I saw out of Josh Allen last week. Ooh. They they had there's something a little bit different. I think they had expectations last season and they fell short of them. I think they were kind of reading their own press clippings and this year they're a little more focused. They know where they came from. I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Bills over the Chiefs on the road. I like it. I want to pick the Bills. I want the Bills because I want it's hard to beat the Chiefs twice in 4 weeks. So when the Bengals win on Saturday and then the AFC Championship game, I want to go to Buffalo. Pers- Ooh, I like that. Personally. I that's want- like uh that's Boomer Esiason um Joe Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. I want some Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Excuse me. Jim, Jim Kelly. Kelly. My bad. Cousin, cousins. Joe. Cousins. Boomer might have just. Well, doesn't matter. But I want. I want the Bills, because I want the Bills too. I want the Bills. All right. All right. Sport. Oh, look at the time. Sports fans. That is all the time we have for you this week. Download our podcast. Get, rate, review, say whatever you want. Give us a five star review, and then say whatever you want to in the comments. 
And that is it. And that is all. Who day?